This is the proper animal. This is the All I Eat is Steak podcast. It's Friday. <laughs> I'm here with Bay. Don't worry, Bay is not going to be on the podcast. But she might. You never know. She might come in a little later. So we've had a great couple of days here. Some of our best days ever. We're really enjoying the quarantine. A lot has happened in the world. We'll get you up to speed on that. So the Gavin Newsom Garcetti extension of basically the same thing that's been going on here happened last night. We were a little bit afraid that we were getting like some serious martial law. It doesn't appear to be that way. And uh, we heard all kinds of rumors about Homeland Security and the National Guard, and that's just not going to happen. We don't think. I mean, anything can happen, but one of the guys we follow who is a congressperson, congressman, from Texas, smart guy. He's the guy with the eye patch. Dan Crenshaw is like, no way, it's not happening. So we're safe to assume that's not going to happen. We don't think uh, there's a lot of evil intent. We've had a lot of great phone calls with some very, very smart people, people smarter than us, who may believe that there's more evil intent behind it. We don't think so. We just think that however this thing started, this coronavirus, it, it was then, after it became a thing, it was taken advantage of. So by the media who wants to take Trump out, by the kind of deep state globalists that want him gone, they jumped on it and put the world into a panic and crashed the economy, which it actually backfired if that was their objective because he's more popular than ever today, just based on a lot of different polls that aren't necessarily <laughs> looking to give him a good review. So... Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, we're just taking the time, like the destroyer told us to, to get better, just to get better at everything, meditating longer in the morning, running every day, sometimes more than once per day. Bay's working real hard, still working right now. Just got that at-home solution. I was talking to another one of my buddies today. He's also getting paid. Uh, he's a coach at UCLA. He's getting paid to do nothing. Uh, the proper animal has set up his life so that he can oftentimes be paid to do nothing. But that's not entirely true. I'm not just drawing a check. I've got to go get deals done for me to make money. But usually when I do a deal, it gives me a good cushion. I've got a cushion. Um, I recommend everyone have a year-long cash cushion. I don't have a year-long cash cushion, but I have almost that much. Um, depending on what I want to do. Right, like if I want to go travel around and do a lot of cool and interesting things, uh, then I don't. But the first order of business in any type of, uh, when people ask me, and I've been I've been asked nonstop for the past since the market has crashed, do I buy? Do I buy? What do I buy? And I, I give I give them my list, but I'm like, do you have a runway? Do you have six months to a year of cash? And most people do not. And so I'm like, well, you, before you even buy one stock, you want to have that sorted. And the reason for that is because when things go bad, like they are right now, and this is it, this is a great example of it, uh, you, you, like they all go bad at once. So you lose your job, then you lose your paycheck, right? And then the market crashes. This is happening simultaneously. So any investments you have are, are lower than they were just a month ago. You know, if you have to sell your house, you're gonna, it's going to be much uh, more difficult to move that house. So it's going to be very difficult to raise money, and you won't have any money coming in. So 
the last thing you want to do, and we just learned that our, from, from making that mistake on our own with Facebook, is then you have to go sell your investments and you have to sell them at depressed prices. So you always want to have a big cushion of cash just so that when things go sideways, as they will always do. So, you know, another thing we know is that we've had a 10-year bull market. Market's done nothing. 11 years, actually, but go straight up. So this was... It was it was expected, but not like this. This is not how we expected it to happen. We definitely didn't think we would see uh, this much of a correction this year. But you know that's how black swans work. You know you have to be prepared for this type of thing, and we are. And so we're taking this time to look at new interesting ideas. One thing that we are absolutely bullish on is security and personal security. Which we think that, I mean, we just are already seeing that in LA is that people are quite concerned with their property, they're quite concerned with their their person, and they want a bodyguard and or somebody with a gun <laughs> around, just in case, just in case things get worse. Uh, so that's going to be. Whether that is necessary or not, we think that that will be something that will be in demand at the very high levels. You know, like we have, uh, we've already talked to a couple of Hollywood people that are like, yeah, you know, we'd be interested in that. Um, and we've got a buddy, one of my buddies, who is dabbling with the carnivore way of eating, thinking about it, knows about it. One of my best friends, Chris, he runs a security company, so. We're hopefully going to be able to take advantage of that in some ways. Look, you got to take it. There's there's opportunity here, if you if you if you look, and if you if you eat what you kill, like we have for the past twenty years, you got to go look for for some food, even during these dark times. What we we still think is this with respect to this coronavirus, is that it's mostly fake, it's mostly manufactured. Uh, if you have good metabolic health, if you believe in a higher power, and if you have some sort of mindfulness practice, you're, you're no matter how old you are, you're you're just not going to be affected by this. Um, if you if you smoke, if you vape, if you smoke pot, if you do drugs, if you drink, if you uh, you know just don't take very good care of yourself, if you're obese, if you're overweight. You're still probably not going to be affected because it's actually. I just don't. I just don't see it in the numbers yet. It, you know, we were supposed to have a hundred thousand deaths by now. It's it's like at ten thousand. So it's just not hockey sticking like we were told it was going to do. And in all these foreign countries, like China, where it started supposedly, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, Thailand, it's over. Like they're back to work. They're even starting to get back to work in Wuhan. You don't have to look at China because maybe let, let's say we don't believe China, but if you believe South Korea's numbers, if you believe Japan, if you believe Taiwan, like those are like those countries aren't necessarily friends of China, right? So if you don't like China, then that's okay. We, we're, we're agnostic right now. We don't know. We don't think China's evil, but maybe they are. Um, but. You know, Japan doesn't like China. South Korea doesn't like China, and neither does Taiwan. Taiwan hates China, and those countries, every country in Asia, it's over, and they're back to work.、Uh, they're cautiously back to work because they don't want it to, to come back, but they're they're back to work. Plus, the weather is changing, 
Plus, if you if you are of our way of thinking, this has been here. <laughs> like to think that for some reason it just didn't come here, right? While it was traveling everywhere else in the world, is um, I don't know. It's not logical. But we also think that there's a a high likelihood, high probability that most of us have been maybe even had it or been exposed to it in, in some way. And so then if the, the more, the, so that might be shocking. So if you actually tested everybody, you might find that a very high percentage of the population, maybe five, maybe even 10% of the people actually would test positive for it, but they would be asymptomatic. And the higher that number is, that means the lower the mortality rate is. So we're in full, doc, full lockdown in LA, two deaths, you know, and a few thousand cases. You know, so even even if you're just taking the current cases di- divided by the deaths, it's still it's a one percent, and those cases had pre-existing conditions. So it's just very fake. The whole thing. Everyone I know is is saying something to the effect of, besides the incredibly hysterically, emotionally out of control people that have somehow friended me on Facebook, the. The, the people I know who are intelligent, they might not be into the math, they might not be into conspiracy theories, but like something about this just doesn't, it doesn't seem right. And I think that's a, like a nice intuitive uh, thought to have. It's questioning like what the media is putting in front of you. And if you just, it's, it's impossible to, have, to not have been like bombarded with some media some way, somehow over the past three or four years, you just know that they're not, they're not telling you the truth 99% of the time. So all the news is fake. We said that before. And so it's good to be skeptical. What we love today is when we ran out on the beach, Bay and I, we saw surfers. And this is like, this is, we're like, we're talking, we're a few hours now into this lockdown. You know, we we're kind of on lockdown. And then it was like, Double secret probation lockdown. I don't really. I'm not quite sure what the different one, difference was. I think it just gave cover to some employees to tell their bosses they don't want to go to work, uh, which I guess is okay. You know, power to the people. But um, there were surfers. There were surfers in the water, right? So you're allowed to do that. At least as of right now, you're allowed to go for runs. You're allowed to go for walks. So we're we're like. We're obeying the law here. We're not like being rebels or being doing anything crazy. We're just going for a run. We're having the best time we, 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 we can possibly have. And we're having a pretty darn good time. Having the best time of our lives. And we're getting better. We're getting better at life. And we've really been preparing for these this moment, you know, during good times. Past year plus together and before that. I know Bay has been working on herself for a long time. I've worked on myself my whole life, 20 years. I'm ready. I'm, this is not, this is exactly what I've been training for. But what I, what I want to circle back on with the surfers is my thoughts around the surfers is that surfers as a group, experienced surfers, and it was, it was all experienced surfers out there. And if they weren't experienced, they were with someone that was experienced. But it was like from, from peer to peer. Surfers have an incredible, intuitive, intuitive, embodied understanding of risk, right? Because if, if you've ever surfed, you know that like if you are not mindful, if you're not paying attention, the water will kill you. 
Like it is that, like the water, like the ocean is extraordinarily powerful. Even if you haven't surfed, if you've ever gotten caught up in like a riptide or you got caught up in some wave or got t- tossed and thrown under, you know that. And so what it said to me, what the sign was I got was that like these people that really understand risk are not afraid to be outside right now. And it was a beautiful thing to see. I I told Bay and Bay agrees. We'd never seen that many people in the water at the same time, especially uh, at that time of day. So that was a good sign. We like that. Uh, so some interesting observations also that we've we've kind of noticed, like the whole like the whole world seems to have changed on on in the internet. Like the social media world is completely different than it was just even a week ago. Like. Gary V, we we just we're observing him. He's not. He's his posts are way down because what I think he's feeling, as I know him a bit, is that like his content is not really relevant to the moment because he doesn't get into politics. He doesn't really get into current events. He talks about business and 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 kind of self-actualizing yourself through a business. And business is bad right now. And people are scared right now, and so uh, it's just interesting to see how quickly things can change. Because his whole whole mo, his whole storytelling, uh, at times might seem just a little bit um, not not in reality, right? Because people just aren't interested right now in hearing, in getting four or five posts, six or seven long posts on business content. Right or or on, or on entrepreneurship, right? So uh, he's going to have to adjust, and I I I I I know he will. But it'd be interesting to see what he does. Uh, where we are well positioned, we're not even in his league at all. But we are friends with him, or or colleagues with him. Let's say, so we've been talking about this shit forever, and so we don't mind. We don't mind doing that, right? He doesn't want to. He's just seen the, the the direction of the world, and he like takes pride in him having you know he had, he took pride in that Donald Trump Jr. and AOC Ocasio followed him on the same day. And he told us that at UCLA, and I was like, I thought okay, that's super cool, um, but interesting. Like now, he just can't say anything. He, and, I, and like maybe he, but I think maybe he will. Because I know at the end of the day, he does not give a fuck. And he actually does, he wants to help people as much as he can. So he'll figure out a way to be of service. But it's just been fascinating to, it's been fascinating to watch social media in general, right? Like, you're not seeing a lot of travel photos. Except from the proper animal and his friends and Bay, right? You're not seeing much of, much of any of that. You're seeing people quarantined, doing quarantining stuff. I guess TikTok's super, super hot, even more hot now. Right, you're making dumb videos of yourself inside singing. Um, so social media has been fascinating, very heated, very challenging. Uh, only really on Facebook. Like Facebook is challenging. Twitter is is always very kind of like edgy and um, antagonistic. So you're kind of used to it, but in Facebook, it's got really people are really fearful and triggered, and so we're just trying to be careful with that, right? Trying to not trying to like not allow people's craziness to get away from them, but that's not really our job, you know. We just like people are people want to be insane and crazy, and we're just trying to put some facts together and 
what we think now is we'll just say it we'll think that the panic around the 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 problem the disease will be uh, more deadly than the disease just a real simple example of that is if you're overrunning a hospital uh, for this because you're afraid that you have this and you want to get tested and you got to know and you don't feel well and you're panicking, right? So now the hospital has to make a decision as to who gets treated, right? And so they are just inevitably going to have to turn away or send to another hospital someone who actually needs treatment, whether it's for this or not. And uh, that person, you know, that person might not make it. So we'll start to see those numbers come in. And so those are called second and third order effects. We're not even talking about business right now. We're talking about actual fatalities, mortality. Uh, kind of dark. Kind of getting a little dark here on a Friday. But that's all right. And that's what's, that's what's happening right now. That's the truth. That's reality. Um, but I will say this. You, this is an incredible, incredible opportunity. Not just for coming up with different ideas and solutions to this big problem we have, which I think is a mental health problem. Uh, more than anything else, but it's a way to get really get better. And, and that's the way that you can actually really help other people. If you're not known as a leader or a teacher or something like that who, who people are going to reach out to, you can just be an example. You can be a light. You can be a light upon the world. And you do that by remaining calm while everyone else is freaking out, by being measured, safe, but calm. Right, you, 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 and and when everyone is pulling back, you can be aggressive in some parts of your life. Things that you've trained on, and that's why we train during the 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 good times. You train during. This is what David Goggins always said. David Goggins always said this. He's he's so he's the guy that ought to start creating like content every minute now, because and he he didn't like to do that before because he didn't like the platforms. I don't blame him. You know, I totally don't. I I get it, but. He could really capitalize on that because his entire message the whole time was train for life, train for life. And so when the shit hits the fan, you're ready. And, you know, who would not want to be near David Goggins right now? Right? Who, who wouldn't want to be near that guy? Like, he's got, he's got the whole thing handled. He's like Chuck Norris, right? Like, I love the Chuck Norris memes, like Chuck Norris... Uh, Chuck Norris quarantine coronavirus, you know, and so that's like David Goggins right now. But that's how we feel because we've been training very hard. Interestingly enough, the hardest we've trained in, since we became a carnivore was the last three weeks as this thing ramped up. We didn't even really realize it was going to ramp up, but we just kind of intuitively just started. We were training really hard for Thailand. We knew we'd be doing some insanely difficult, challenging workouts in Thailand. So I didn't want to embarrass myself as a leader of the thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start running and running. And, and we, Bay and I did a run about three weeks ago and I, I almost didn't make it. And that was so hard for me. And now we're doing that run. And like, I, it probably took, we were probably running nine, 10 minute miles, but it was like, I was dying. And now we're running seven minute miles for like three or four miles. And I'm like, no problem. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the best shape in my life, and I feel robustly healthy. I am not at all afraid of this thing. I'm more afraid of the panic. I was more afraid of martial law, but I don't think that's going to happen, so I'm, I'm just not afraid. And I've got my belief in a higher power. Bae's got her belief in a higher power. That's the first and foremost thing. We have 
tons of meditation practice. I have two decades of meditation practice under my belt. So I have that knowing. I have that body of work behind me that I've, I've just done that for so long. Like I, I ought to be competent. I ought to be more mindful, right? I'm, I'm can, never be, you're never there. There's always room for improvement, but there's a lot of work I put behind myself. So this is a great opportunity to just get to work on something, right? It doesn't have to be meditation. It doesn't have to be running on the beach. You can just say, hey, I'm going to do more push-ups today than I did yesterday. These things matter. You know, I'm going to sit for 12 breaths, and then tomorrow it's going to be 13. These things work, and they'll keep you healthy and strong and robust. And then as you become this person, as you, as you get to work on yourself, and anyone that's listening to this has already been working on themselves, so you have a body of work as well, but you start getting better, and then you just become a light. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to post anything on social media. It will just, you will become attractive and a beacon to others. And I'll just be like, Ooh, I want to be like you. What are you doing? What's your plan? You know, you're just getting better every day. It's really odd. It's really odd. My buddy that was, we were talking, my the bodyguard friend of, and we were just like, wow, we've been saying this for years too. We've been saying you got to train for life, but we've also been saying that there's no, there's like no <laughs> men or there's no alphas. I mean, that was all one of the whole points of proper animal was for, for me to become more of a man. So I felt I had gotten soft because the way I'd grown up was really hard. And I was a pretty tough little kid and I was a tough little kid to get kind of what I took to start my career and to get to where I got. But then I got comfortable and I got lazy and I, I got overweight. And so the proper animal was like, okay, this, this is unacceptable now. I can't do this anymore. And so I've literally five years ago, five years ago said, I put the brakes on it and I started training for this moment then. I say my whole life, but it was really when I started Proper Animal about four years ago. Maybe, no, about five years ago. And I said, what, the way I am right now is not acceptable. I, I, don't, I don't look like the type of person that I would look up to. You know, maybe the things I say, maybe kind of the things that I do, I like, but I don't look like that guy. And so Proper Animal was, was, was going to become, I was going to become that guy. So I created that person in my mind and it was an alter ego and then I moved into that person. And what else did that person do? So I don't know why, but I became a carnivore, right? I know I did that, but I don't know why. But then I started shooting guns, right? So I became very confident in, 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 in shooting a gun and, and I, I kept doing these drills like I didn't know why. <laughs> I didn't know why I was doing these drills, but I'm like, I'm going to try to get as many rounds off and then reload and shoot again and like get as many bullseyes as I can in a short amount of time. Now, I don't ever expect to ever have to shoot a gun in, in a non-target range situation, but knowing that I can do that is the same thing that I know that I've been meditating for 20 years, right? It's the knowing. It's that placebo after effect in a positive way that I have uh, that makes me feel very safe and makes me feel like I can protect Bay and I can protect whatever people are around me very competently and very well. And then there's the, you know, the, just the Muay Thai, the fighting too. So that's just, a, that's just another version of that. It's like, 
you know, I was always a tough little kid and you had to fight where I grew up. And so there were some fights and I knocked a guy out one time and like, but that was like, I didn't know how to fight. And now like I, I would get my ass whooped if I went up against someone that's been fighting for a couple of years and that, or maybe, maybe like two or three years, but I would hold my own versus pretty much anybody else. And so that gives me a lot of confidence too. And again, I don't think any of this stuff is ever going to get to that point, but I'm not afraid if it does. I'm ready. What I actually believe is that this, this, that this thing, we're, we're, we're getting close to the worst. Like we're almost at the worst with respect to the narrative around this virus. Is that sooner than people expect, I'm just, I've been good at reading sentiment That's how you know when to buy stuff and when to sell stuff. You read the sentiment. And when sentiment gets really, really awful, it's about to turn. And we may not be there yet, but it feels like we're there. It feels like we're there. We're we're getting really close. And I think this will turn around a lot faster than people are are believing. Really, very few people think this is going to turn around fast. You know, most people are like somewhere between a million people are going to die, right? Like, 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 like a million people are going to die in this thing and it's going to be forever. And then, and then like the other, the the other end of that is like, actually it's not going to be that bad, but the, the, the economic hit is going to be like the great depression, right? Well, what if the narrative changes next week? What if we find a vaccine on Monday? What if the numbers start to slow down here in the U.S. like they did in Asia? What happens if, they, if that happens and then they lift these quarantines in some areas? What happens if we get a giant stimulus package from the government, which I think they're working on or they're already done? What happens if people start getting checks? What happens if local businesses push back and start to open? You know, there's a lot of ways that this thing can reverse very quickly and no one's really thinking that or talking about that. Now, you're not, you're not expecting that. You're not like going out and putting all your money into stocks. You're not, but like that's possible. And you have to have people that are thinking like that too. You have to have just a few people who think like that positively, right? Because one beam of light, one beam of light, you, one beam of light can light up a dark room, the whole room and fill it with light. That's what we're going to do. We're confident about it. We feel amazing. Why? We just eat steak and beef liver today for 18 months. That helps quite a bit. And that informs our belief in a higher power. And that allows us to be in a state of mindfulness all day long. Those three things are in your control. Your nutrition your belief in a higher power or not and your willingness to sit there and do some meditation and work on yourself. There's a lot more things too, but those are the, those are the three. That's the Trinity. That's the Trinity to start feeling better. We believe you can do it and maybe you have to do it. Maybe we need you. This is the proper animal. This is the all I eat is steak podcast. You have an amazing weekend. We will talk to you Monday. Good night.